Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is OT with Monster Moose. I am uh... I am Moose. And it is over. It's we done. It's done. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I picked Kansas City, so I picked Kansas City as well. Yeah. I just... Don't let them in, Bowie. Don't let them do it, dude. Just kill this team already, man. No. Well, now the... Just... <laughs> the he's more likable than Brady. He is. That's... Like that's the thing is, I don't mind it as much because I don't think he's much of a piece of shit like no. Tom Brady is. But that D word is being thrown out a lot. That dynasty word. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of common, man. It's kind of common. Just, you know what? You know what the problem is? Is some of their pieces are old. That's, yeah, that's the issue. But their defense is, is is fairly young, and their defense was kind of their champion this season for the most part. Let's be honest. And we, I mean, you've always said like if you give someone like a Mahomes a great defense, forget it. Like, how are you going to stop him? You're not stopping him. Not, oh, man. I mean, the first half of this game was just kind of brutal. I feel like the first three quarters were a snooze fest. The wife fell asleep. You can kind of see like the start of the game of why it was going to be slow. Like you don't you don't want to make the first mistake. You want to feel your opponent no, no, out. No, no, no. First quarter, you understand. Right. You understand if it's slow. You're like, no, no. It's like a, a UFC fight. Like they're just feeling each other out right now. That's yeah. all they're doing. It was just like McCaffrey made the mistake. I said, "I'll I'm, here we go." I'm like, "You're starting this shit already." Yeah. And then that's big. <laughs> I and I text you. I'm like, "Up, oh, whoop! There's mistake number one." I'm like, "They True. like San Francisco couldn't let this game get out of hand, and they really didn't. Like throughout, like like you said, the first three quarters, they were pretty much perfect." Like, outside of that, yeah. that last drive in the first half from Kansas City, San Francisco's D was kind of just having their way with them. Oh, they, their D-line was dominating their offensive line. Dominating. He, like, the vibes of when Mahomes was going up against Tampa Bay, and he was running from for his life. Yeah. It's like, yo, this is going to be a long night for him, man. And, I mean, like, credit to, to San Francisco's defense because we've been critical of that defense – for weeks now because they weren't living up to their potential either. And, I mean, look, they came out and they, they really did bring it to them. Yeah, you got to hand it to them. They really, they really came out. They did what they needed to do. Um, I mean, neither defense broke, right? Neither defense really let anything ever get out of hand. Uh, it's just Kansas – like, you felt that San Francisco at one point should have been up 17 to nothing. Right, like in the beginning, and I was like, I was like, man, this this game should be out of hand because Kansas City isn't doing anything, and their defense didn't look crazy unstoppable, but they created the turnover, and then they just clamped down enough. Yeah, and that's all you need if you're Mahomes is to let let him in striking distance, let him in a one possession game, and you, I promise you, you will fucking regret it. Yeah, and and look. It I th like you said this this game was more I feel defense oriented for three quarters like yes. for for both teams not even just San Francisco no. like Kansas City in the second half of a lot of these games this year they don't give up shit no they they learn you they learn you and that's that's it they just that's it I hope I, you had fun and they're another one they they really shut down this San Francisco offense, like, 
pretty badly. Like yes. no, I, I, I said to you before we started recording, I didn't realize Purdy had two fifty five because it didn't seem like that at all. Yeah. But if you look at the stats, I mean, McCaffrey read it, led in rushing and receiving. Outside of that, everyone else was quiet. I mean, Ayuk yeah. I- had 49, Jennings 42, Samuel had 33. I- they just took their big guns out of this game. Yeah. And-, and it's a very, like, Bill Belichick-esque type of defensive game where we're going to take out your best player, so you need to find somewhere else to beat us. But Kansas City, they took out all of their big guys, aside from McCaffrey. Yeah. But McCaffrey will just – he'll make something out of nothing. Oh, he's still got that burst. Right. Yeah, I mean, Ayuk and, and Debo especially, they just took him out of the game. They were non-existent in this game. I believe Kittle got hurt in this game as well. Um, But, I mean, he was he was targeted three times. That's it. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they, they took him out. And, and honestly, he's he was one of those guys who he could go quiet and then he'll kill you, right? All of a sudden, right. he'll wake up and kill you. And a guy like Debo and Christian McCaffrey, I mean – the list kind of went on with all these offensive weapons that you saw. Um, and one of the things that that you've seen in the past is it almost felt like in the second half or the fourth quarter that was Kyle Shanahan going away from what was working like he's normally always done. Or was it that Kansas City's defense really clamped down? And, and I think in this game, I think it was kind of more of less the Kansas City figured it out, and they, they clamped down more than Kyle Shanahan, you know, going away from what got him in that, you know, in that position in the Super Bowl. I just, he's obviously, Shanahan's going to have those questions now of being 0-2 in the Super Bowl and also the big loss as a coordinator uh, with Atlanta versus New England because, no, you can't let that go because, again, he was the offensive play caller. Right, it it is a it is a, a mark on his record, but I mean at the same time, I mean, I think, I think San Francisco had a good game plan coming in. It's just they went away from it. They put the ball in Purdy's hands, and look, we're not going to sit here and say Purdy's the the best quarterback in the league, but he is. He has proved this year that he can be a good weapon on that team, and that he can make plays. Unfortunately, he yeah. had he had that one touchdown that he should have hit. It would have been a, just a dime if he dropped it in, but he didn't, and it cost him a touchdown because of it. Um, for Shanahan, I don't know. I know people are dogging on him. I just I don't see it. I mean, the only thing for me that you bring into question is really the overtime stuff, which you keep hearing yeah. over and over again that, oh, the players didn't know about the new overtime rules. I'm like, dude, not for nothing. How do you not know the rules? If the coach didn't know, yeah. then, I mean, then that may be a different story. Then you can have a different conversation. But I don't know. That's the only thing that you can really blame Shanahan for, in my opinion. I mean, Kansas City's defense was just, they just, they didn't, like, they adjusted well. I just, I think Kansas City's offense adjusted better than San Francisco's, honestly. And we said, and yeah. we were talking at halftime of just, is this going to make or break Shanahan's game? And the halftime adjustment, it went Kansas City's way, as it usually does. Yeah, no, that's for sure. And trust me, I, I would like to say that uh, Kyle Shanahan, that his punishment for losing the, uh, the Super Bowl should be that he has to come to Dallas and coach Dallas. Um, 
Yeah, I listen. I've I heard some crazy shit of that they should fire him, to, bro. Fire him, and he'll be on that market for two seconds. Uh, yeah. Everybody wants Kyle Shanahan. Um, so when you look at the 49ers, yes, you lost, and yes, it sucks, and nobody wants to lose and shit. But at the same time, like you got to a Super Bowl. Shanahan has gotten to the Super Bowl twice now as a head coach with two different quarterbacks. And, I mean, I think that says something. Um, he's had weapons, but, again, I can't, I can't penalize you for having good weapons. Like, I can't penalize Brock Purdy. Right. You had McCaffrey. You had Ayuk. You had Debo. You had Kittle. You did a lot with them. You got to a Super Bowl. Mo- most of anything, what else do you really want besides just winning the Super Bowl? Like, right. he did what he did. Everything he basically could do with, with the weapons that he had, that's Purdy and Shanahan. So, honestly, I mean, if you if you really think that the 49ers should ever get rid of Shanahan, you're fucking nuts, man. <laughs> you're nuts. Yeah, I just, I don't see a point to even bring that up in conversation. I just, I just don't. I think, no, like you said, if he's on the market, I would fire my whole coaching staff to have him and his guys come in. Yeah, I'm like, please. Where do you want it? Where do you? <laughs> what do you want? Who do you want? I, you've got it, buddy. Like you've got anybody you want, you could fucking have it. <laughs> yeah, and and now the the conversation's kind of skewing towards well, is Purdy really the guy for San Francisco? Like, do they make a quarterback change? Do they go after a Kirk Cousins or someone? I just I don't know if you can really make that call. I mean, look, Purdy's. Weapons elevate his play, mm-hmm. as as most weapons do. They elevate the play of their quarterback. Yet, yeah. Yet the great quarterbacks elevate the guys around them. So, I do think Purdy can elevate his guys. But has Purdy really hit? Has Purdy hit his ceiling? Like, is he ever going to be able to be good enough to win a Super Bowl? Like we talk about Lamar all the time. Can Lamar elevate his guys enough for them to get over the hump? And win a Super Bowl. Now I'm not comparing Brock Purdy to Lamar Jackson. I'm not doing that. Oh no no. no I'm just absolutely. I'm just using Lamar as an example. Yeah. So no, I get you. If you're San Francisco and you're going into the offseason, look, Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. He was not supposed to even be close to this. No. Is this a team that is just a quarterback away from winning a Super Bowl, or do you think it's just it's just they had a bad day. I I simply can't look at San Francisco and say you need to move on. Um, you still got him under. Let's look at it in a business perspective for a second. You still have him under rookie contract, I believe, for another two years. Uh, um, I believe so. So why, like, essentially, if this was in two years, we can have. I I would believe then you move on. Um. Because why pay somebody that, you know, you've seen what you're going to get. I just think that Brock Purdy has gotten you this far. I believe everybody believes that last year he could have gotten you to at least the NFC Championship game if he didn't bust his arm. Yeah. Um, Let me tell you something. They, you know, they took a chance when Jimmy Garoppolo got them there. And they, they, they drafted Trey Lance because they believed that Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't the guy. Yeah. Well, Trey Lance is on the Dallas Cowboys, right? Trey Lance wasn't the guy. Jimmy Garoppolo 
is with the Raiders for now until he hits free agency. So all these these changes could have really fucking blew up in your face with Brock Purdy not even getting you to a Super Bowl. If they would have lost to Green Bay like they almost did, then you, even then the conversation changes a little bit because you were good enough in the regular season, but at times you looked human, right? At times you didn't look good. You got eliminated in the first round when you shouldn't have because you were favored, let's be honest. You got eliminated immediately. Then I would say, okay, maybe the kid doesn't have it. But he got him to he got him to a Super Bowl, and when they did need him, he did answer. And he doesn't get rattled very often. It's hard to say that you're getting rattled when a 300-pound guy's in your face. I think everybody gets rattled. Yeah. Tom Brady gets rattled, right? Um, I just think that the moment didn't – I don't think it really felt too big for him. He didn't seem like it felt too big for him. No. And look, he yeah, he threw for about 4,300 yards this year and 31 touchdowns. I mean, you take that shit all day. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> he didn't have a bad year. I just, no. You know, I, I, I think it's, it's always – however, the winning team, every – I always say, every coach gets a contract extension, right? We all feel good. You won the Super Bowl. Everybody gets a contract extension. Yeah. You, get, you get money, you get money, and you get money. And when you lose, everybody gets questioned. Right, every well, is Shanahan the guy? Is Brock Purdy the guy? How many teams have not made the Super Bowl this year? Thirty teams. How many teams didn't make the playoffs this year? If you start to boil it down to those teams, which one of those teams wouldn't honestly take, if not both guys, at least Shanahan or Purdy? Yeah, they should, especially the guys looking for quarterbacks. I mean, why not? But is yeah. he? But the question will always be. Is he just a product of the weapons around him? Like, I know Ayuk Ayuk's friend is saying, yo, we getting the hell out of San Francisco and shit like that. Look, if Ayuk hits the market, yo, let's go. Come to New York. I'll take that all day. So, yeah. is if this San Francisco team does lose a couple weapons on offense, the question is, is he going to be able to elevate his team and the weapons around him to kind of replicate what he did this year? And I don't know what the answer is. Because we only know Purdy with the weapons that he has now and since he Fair. came in. So the question will always remain, is he actually a good quarterback? Is he a system guy? Is he just a product of what he has around him? Is he a product of just the coach? Like Those questions are always going to be like surrounding him. Unlike, yeah. unlike guys like Mahomes and Brady and Rodgers, like guys that have elevated the guys around them when they've had nothing. Yeah, and I think that is the true test of are you a good quarterback in this league or not? And yeah. I I don't know about Purdy. The numbers say that he's a good quarterback. I get it. You watch him play. He doesn't really make the big mistake ever. No. So it's just like, well, why why are all these questions about him? Like you look at the stats, you look at the way he plays. Whether he's a game manager or not, I mean, I think is unfair. Um. I just I don't I don't know what his if this is his ceiling, and is this team gonna get better in the off season at least on the offensive side of the ball, that's gonna get them over the hump. Because if they lose players, then it's just like okay, how good are they? Yeah, I mean I will say if Shanahan does seem to draft pretty well, um, because if I'm not mistaken, he did they did he did draft Ayuk. Uh, yeah, I believe. 
I believe he drafted both. So he knows how to find talent that fits his system. Um, so I, I will say in that perspective, they may be able to find guys. Um, he may be able to draft more weapons, sign more weapons. Um, I mean, who knows if Trent Williams retires finally. The guy's like 50. I mean, he, um, sa- he said he's coming back, so. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I, I won't lie, though. A couple times he got worked. Yeah. A couple times he got worked. And again, that San Francisco D-line, the way they embarrassed some, uh, like Donovan Smith on Kansas City. Yeah. Good God, because I know he's a he, he's a potential free agent, or if he is a free agent, right? I think so. I I, I think he is because he had mentioned something about the Jets. Um, but Trent Williams got worked. Donovan Smith got worked. You saw both defensive lines show up in this yeah. game. You saw in the trenches, and I I always believe if you really want to build a team, I I take the quarterback out of the equation because if you don't get the quarterback right, you're fucked. But yeah. I really believe you have to build from in to out. Yes. You have to. Like that's Yeah, that's how I always believed it. And I, I just think for San Francisco, yes, it's going to be in every losing or winning Super Bowl team always has to answer, how do you how do you react to your losses? And that's yeah. not just the actual Super Bowl loss, the actual players loss, retirements, coaches, shit like that. Yeah, I just for San Francisco, if I'm a San Francisco fan, I'm not really tripping right now. Like, I get losing the Super Bowl, I'd be devastated. Like, I wouldn't yes. be. I wouldn't be talking to anybody if the Jets lost like this. I wouldn't. No, no, I get it. But sure. But at least you have a good head coach. You have a good GM. You have a good team that's relatively young. Yeah. Like you, you're kind of fine right now in an NFC that is kind of like a three to four team fucking race. You're yeah, kind of chilling. And you're you're by far like the best. Yeah, pretty pretty by far in my opinion. Now would a an upgrade to quarterback help? Yeah, I think if you can always get a better quarterback than what you have, then you're probably in, in the best hands possible. But I just I don't see a need for them to change quarterbacks. I don't think they even should explore that unless I I don't even think a Kirk Cous- I mean Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback, but we all know how Kirk is and in, in big games and shit like that. Yeah. But I, like that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I coming off an injury too. I just I don't think it's the right move for them, honestly. No. And I think you just run it back again, man. I mean, try to go out and get another weapon. Hope Ayuk stays around. I mean, it's gonna be another year with McCaffrey, but you know he's he was a stud this year again. Yeah. So no, if they I utilize this shit out of out of McCaffrey, and if they I'm utilize this shit out, of if I'm San Francisco, I'm kind of just like, all right, how do I get better? I mean, I'm going to lose a couple yeah. guys, but at the same time, like, I'm just going to bolster it again. So, yeah. make another run. You got to believe. You got to believe in in your in yourself. And uh, you still got guys like Nick Bosa and Chase Young. And Yeah. I don't know if Randy Gregory is under contract, so, or if that was just the one year. I, I don't know. Well, did they, did they extend Chase Young? I don't think they did, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't believe they did. So maybe though I wasn't sure if he was still under contract. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I think he I think he hits the market if I'm not mistaken. Probably does. Yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, yeah, he he, he had a big sack in this game, but him going over there, I mean, you didn't really hear from him 
No, I, I, I will say, I, I think sometimes those sacks are not just everything. No, yeah. Like, you know, the QB pressure. I mean, we don't watch them. Right? Yeah. We don't watch the 49ers. Right. It's hard to say. It's just, I mean, you saw the talent in Washington. You saw glimpses of it. I mean, even in the Super Bowl, like you said, he had a big, a yeah. big hit. I don't think you could have enough pass rushers. Almost no. like you can't have enough wide receiver talent or running back talent. You can't have enough pass rushers. You fucking need it in this league, especially if your ass is going to go against somebody like fucking Patrick Mahomes again. Yeah, you got to get that pressure. And we talked about it, like, in in the beginning of the game, like, with talent and everything, like, you had McCaffrey mess, he fumbled, uh, Trent Williams had a couple penalties on back-to-back plays. It's like, like, I couldn't believe it. The big guys that we didn't think were going to make mistakes were making mistakes. Like, Pacheco yeah. had, a, had a big fumble down at the 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 goal line it was just it felt like nerves were just like they were yeah. there for both teams yeah um but it's yeah understandable i get it oh yeah but of course you have mr reliable and travis kelsey you knew it was going to happen like when in doubt throw to 87 he was he was going to be there and we were texting during that last drive. I'm like, yo, I'm not even fucking around. Put nine guys on Travis Kelsey. You know that's where he's going. You know it. Yeah. He's not He's point. not going anywhere else. He doesn't trust anyone else but 87 in that moment. No. And I'm just like, it. like, <laughs> dude, I, put four fucking guys on him. I don't care. Don't let this dude get the ball. Because if he gets the ball, he's going to make something happen. And that's what he did. I mean, he ended the game with 93. Is it time to put him as the best tight end of all time? Because if you look at his stats compared to Gronk, he the only thing Gronk has over him is receiving touchdowns. That's it. Kelsey has everything else over him. I, it, I think I think it's okay to say that he's the best. Um, I understand it. It's funny that Kansas City has had two of the greatest tight yeah, ends of all time. Bullshit. Literally of all time. And they're gonna have um, the goat too, which is fucking. He is. He 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 is. We haven't even gotten to special. <laughs> we haven't gotten to him yet. So no, he is special. To me, it's unfair to say it like this. If Gronkowski never got hurt, yeah, Gronkowski would have been the best of all time because he was unstoppable. Yeah, um, believe me, I saw him. But you can't say it. You can't. You can't. Yeah, him. you can't play the what if game. In sports, no. it just doesn't happen. Because no. what if Aaron Rodgers was healthy? The Jets would have won the Super Bowl. Like, you never know. <laughs> yeah. No, he's still on Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I already fucking hate this offseason. He didn't really talk anything about football. Which I'm like, like all right. All, like, whatever. It's all about, like, politics and shit. I was like, oh, damn it. Um, <laughs> but, listen, we went from the Brady era to the Mahomes era. Uh, and I'm not surprised because Mahomes, I watched was that good, and you started to see and feel there was a little bit of disrespect until he won that second Super Bowl, and I was like, I can't have it anymore. You can't. I I, yeah. I simply can't hear anything that goes against this guy because he's that fucking good. And now he won his third Super Bowl, and he's not gonna stop. And damn him, damn him to hell. <laughs> He's so good. Dude, he's he's 28. He's 20 fucking 8. It's unreal. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. 
We're to, we're at the point where there's no betting against him anymore. You can't you can't do it. You're gonna lose. I, after he won the Super Bowl last year, I wasn't betting against him. Um, that's why simply the biggest reason why I picked them to win the Super Bowl was because of him. Yeah, and forever. It's just gonna be fifteen. Fifteen. That's it. It's now from twelve to fifteen because we couldn't make it four. Because fuck me. I mean, can we go back to? Actually, we got to go to eight now. I would no, like. Aikman's retired. Stop it. Um, we're not to talk about Aikman. He's retired. Okay, <laughs> three Super Bowls retired. That's the eight. Eight the great. Uh, no, it's it's it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, what happens. Rodgers getting back out there to get this AFC East that's pretty fucking stacked with quarterback play. Him and Allen, at least. Tua's still on the fence a little bit. New England ain't got a guy. They'll have a guy in a couple months. Probably. Whoever the <laughs> fuck that is. It probably won't matter. Probably Jaden Daniels. But That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, shit will probably change. They'll probably get Zach Wilson in a trade. Yeah, and then he'll be the next Tom Brady. John, I would cry. Hey, listen, Sam Darnold got to the Super Bowl, baby. Dude, of course. I said it. I, I looked in Zach's face. Oh, not Zach. I'm sorry. Dennis's face. I said, of course it's a fucking ex-Jet to walk the Super Bowl off. Of course it's a Jet. But he um, technically was originally a, a, a Chief. No, I know. Before that. But, I mean, they let him go. They're like, yeah, we're not going to pay you. And then he comes to New York. Oh, yo. Yo, what up? I'm here. Don't use me. Fucking goes back to Kansas City, walks it off. Dude, I was fucking livid. I'm like, but this is how the Jets are. Like, what can go wrong will go wrong, and you're going to be the center of attention, and everybody fucking hates you. And so do the the football gods, everybody. This is going to be as painful for you fuckers as possible. We're going to make you regret picking this team to root for. And of course, because it was a lose-lose either way. Darnold was getting a ring, or or Hardman was going to get a ring. And of course, Hardman yeah. just had to walk it off. Dumb bitch, asshole. Duh. Fuck it. <laughs> I want to die. I want to fucking die. It could have been worse. Sam Darnold could have gotten the game-winning touchdown throw. <laughs> well, the, that I think would have been a little worse. The big one in Jetland was Purdy gets hurt. Darnold leads him to a Super Bowl win and wins MVP. That was the that was the worst case scenario. So I I mean I would have laughed. It's just tough being a Jet fan. It really is. At least I'm getting new uniforms this year. Whoa. Dude, our Woody Johnson tweeted that we're getting new uniforms about a minute and a half after the Super Bowl ended. I'm just like cool, bro. Thank you. Can you win a fucking championship, please? Can you get to the playoffs first? Please. Yeah. Like I I'm all for getting new uniforms because the uniforms we have now kind of suck. I mean, I like the black ones, but you brought back the legacy ones. I think yeah. they're they're bring they're making those permanent, the white ones. I think they said they're gonna revamp the green ones and the black ones to be more like the legacy look, which I'm I'm fucking fine with. What I want is yo, get rid of the fucking the logo that we have now. Go with the old school one, and be done with oh, it. That, that that was the. Uh... We were talking about that the one night. Yeah, just yeah. That that old school jet logo is just it looks fucking good. It looks clean. Just do it. But I don't know. Fucking, they're more worried about how they look than how they play, which is a big problem. That is true. Um, 
That is very fucking true. It is very obvious that they only care about how they look. Yeah. And one thing with, with Mahomes is, like, this dude, he don't get rattled at all. Like, this dude's just, no. he's just strutting around. He's, he, yo, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. What, you know, something I, 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 when he had the ball and it was, it was, you know, game time, it was fucking, I said, at the end of this, I said, he's going to use his legs. I said, because he's going to gash your fucking ass because you don't want him to beat you with his arm. Cause he will destroy yeah. you with his arm, but his legs, he can, he'll move and he'll just start gashing you. Body punch, body punch, body punch. Yep. And end you. I mean, look. And that's what happened. It was great play calling, too, at the end there, too. What was it? Was it third and one or fourth and one where they're just like, all right. They just rolled him out and they just had him run. It's just like yeah. pl- like plays like that, Just that's a Super Bowl caliber fucking play call. Same thing with the, the one in overtime to win it. It was just, it was perfect. It was a perfect play call. Super, just, super ca- a Super Bowl caliber coach with, with, yeah. with the quarterback. That's what they I do, mean, Andy, man. Andy Reid really has – he always had a very good legacy. He was a very good coach, always was known as a very good coach. He's now one of the best. Yeah. One of the best. Ar- arguably, he's the best head coach in football right now. Oh, yeah. I probably, I probably wouldn't argue it. I'd probably say he is the best. Yeah. Um, But I'm not, I'm not making a slight at Eric Behenemy, but showed you that, uh, you know – yeah, you read when when need be, he'll make the call. Right, don't worry about it. He probably helped Mac, Matt Nagy a little bit again. Yeah, again, you read is that kind of guy. I think you had the two best coaches in the league playing each other. I think so. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, I think it's very fair to say. Kyle Shanahan, he's got that that young mentality. It's yeah. funny, a lot of the young guys like him, even Harborough, they, they still like to run the ball. The the running the ball yeah. means the most to them. I mean. That's the way to go, man. You control the game when you run the ball well. You can do yeah. anything you want, really. Um, one more thing I wanted to bring up. The uh, the whole situation with, with Kelsey pushing Andy Reid. Do you, like, people are saying, like, yo, you shouldn't do that. And you have other people saying, yo, it's passion and all this shit. Where do you fall on that? It was a good look. Um, I understand it's, I understand being passionate and being in the game and all that, it's just the fact that you basically pushed him, screaming in his face. I mean, Andy Reid, you know, he handled it the best because yeah. he's a, a you know a winning coach like that. Um, yes, I do think it came from a place of passion. I do think I don't think it was Kelsey trying to you know to fuck with his head coach, trying to fuck you know right do all that, do all that shit. I just think that when you look at it in that sense, in that content, in the Super Bowl, it's not right. It's not a good look. Because um, I believe almost any other player that does it, everybody's going to be questioning and, and all that. And If they would have lost, it probably would have been a bigger story. But right. obviously now it's, it's a meme and it's a joke and um, everybody laughs about it. But even him, he laughs about it. But it's because you got away with it. Yeah. It's laughable because you got away with it. Um, if I was Andy Reid privately, after all the, all the celebration, I would probably pull him to the side and, and talk to him and say, that shit can't happen anymore. Yeah. And that is one thing about Travis that you've kind of seen more and more this season, more than others, is like, yo, he's kind of getting chippy with some people. Like training camp, he was throwing punches at people. Pushing like pushing people, I'm like, 
dude, what are we doing? Like, like you, I'm not going to sit here and say that you're not a leader on this team because I think you and and Mahomes are probably the two best leaders on the team. Yeah. But I get it's passion. You can't touch your fucking head coach like that. No. You just, you can't. No, I think it's a bad look. I think it was a very bad look. And and I I agree with you. Agree with you. If if I'm Andy Reid, I'm pulling him to the side. Like after all the shit dies down, I'm like, look, I get that it's passion, but don't fucking put your hands on me again. No, I like, don't. I mean, I you know, I mean, it depends on how the coach is. Um, you could be you could be straight with them. You could let them and go, hey, listen, put your fucking hands on me again. I'm getting rid of you. I don't care who you are. You can't you can't do that. Right. Without without me and fifteen, you don't have three rings as a tight end. Yeah. And you're just another Tony Gonzalez. And I so I just I think they under like Reed understands his players. He's yeah. a he's a players coach, but he's also a very good coach at that. I think he knows how to manage that shit. I don't I don't think I've ever really seen Andy Reed get super pissed at one of his players. So he's got that yeah, kind of well-tempered like mannerisms. Maybe when he was younger, and we don't know about it. But. Maybe, but from what we've seen, his time in Kansas City, I have never really seen him get pissed off, especially at Kelsey or Mahomes. Which I I get that there's respect there for that, but if you're if you're Kelsey, you can't do that because you are a leader in the locker room. You set the precedent here, and if the younger guys see that you're doing this shit. They may get the idea that they could do it too, and that just doesn't end well for anybody. No. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. That's the season for you. That is it. Just like that in the blink of an eye. Dude, I can't fucking believe it, bro. Yeah. It, it, felt like it, yesterday, it felt like yesterday that you came over and watched Aaron Rodgers' interview. It felt yeah. like yesterday. Yeah, that's true. We're sitting there fucking waiting. Well, now it's just uh, mock draft season. Just get to watch 800 mock drafts a fucking day. And just be done with it. Yeah, that's, you know, here's to another offseason just to get ready to get hurt again. Well, you guys did get a new D coordinator. How you feeling about it? Nick? Uh-oh. So hyped to get Rex Ryan. I was, I was all in. <laughs> I was all in on it. When I heard that it wasn't finalized and Rex Ryan was actually being talked to and he wanted to coach them, Cause that's why that's why it didn't die was because he wanted to cut. I was like, dude, get him in. <laughs> like, get me sexy Rexy. Like, I had Rob, get me Rex. Let's get it going. Um, I don't, I don't hate the, I don't hate it. It's just I think Mike Zimmer was a safe call for Jerry Jones, because Mike Zimmer is a you know longtime coach of the Cowboys. Yeah, he had coached the he had been on the coaching staff of the Dallas Cowboys from 1994. To 06. My thing is, how much of an upgrade is he to Dan Quinn? That's the only question I really have. Is like, is it that big of an improvement to the team? Well, uh, you know, I honestly, I think it was, it's Jerry Jones' safe pick. I also think it's a pick that if they have to get rid of Mike McCarthy, it's no problem we can get rid, rid of Zimmer. Yeah. Because he is an older coach. The only thing I do like about Zimmer is he's a little more old school, and I think these guys need to get a little yelled at. Which I thought, I mean, Rex was good. You know what I mean? I had both guys doing that with, with it. So I was excited to actually get Rex Ryan. I won't lie. Um, but there also was another report that Vrabel was reportedly interested. And I was like, shut everybody the fuck off. 
I want Mike Vrabel. Right. I think one of the problems with having Vrabel on your coaching staff would almost be like having Belichick as your defensive coordinator. You've essentially just brought in the next head coach yeah. without telling me you brought in the next head coach. Yeah, that's the and that's hard. When I heard the the Vrabel thing to Dallas, I'm like, I'm like, the writing is on the wall. Then it's either you win the Super Bowl yeah. or he's your next head coach. Which look, not for yeah, nothing, okay not for nothing. I don't hate it. No, I don't hate it. But Vrabel is still probably going to be on the market next year now. So I think both of our teams need a head coach. I think as he should be. I think he should be. I don't think he should settle. No, I don't think so either. No. And I heard the rumors like, oh, teams were were turned off from hiring him because of how big he is. I'm just like, dude, what? It's fucking stupid. Like, if <laughs> if that's a reason why a team didn't hire you, then got then. That's why they're a losing team. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, give me that big son of a bitch. Are you kidding me? Hell, fucking yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. But yeah, I I agree. I just I don't think Vrabel going to Dallas. Without the, without the, what's the word I'm looking for? The certainty of becoming the next head coach. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. And also, that's hard to, to put in his contract. You are guaranteed the next head coaching spot. Exactly. When you have a head coach already on the, yeah. already on there. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. That, that's it, man. It's, it's over with. Maybe next year, John. Over. Maybe next year. <laughs> next year will be our year. Yeah, we say it every fucking year and then just let down. I'm just let down earlier in the season. That's all it is. Yeah, it's true. Very true. <laughs> um, okay, so we we talked before we went on. We're probably going to take a bit of a break here uh, for probably about a month until free agency and tampering opens. Unless something big happens, which... It could. It could. It could, but probably not likely. Um, yeah. Just because baseball's starting to, to ramp up. Hockey's in full swing. Basketball's still in full swing. So, if you do get a hockey one, it'll probably be with me and Mike, our other co-host. Um, but outside of that, we're probably going to take a little time off. Probably get some recording stuff situated, and then we'll we'll be back once free agency starts. And then it'll probably move bi-weekly at that point. Mm-hmm. And then we'll come up with some stuff in the off season to kind of just stay engaged with everything and everyone. So. Yeah, like we always do. Yeah. So, look for us in March. March, I believe it's 13th, is when free agency starts. Yeah. So, tampering starts the 11th. So, we may come on either the 12th or the 13th. 13th, yeah. Um, Usually, tampering, you'll have a lot of shit go down. So, 12 would probably be the way to go, unless Mm -hmm. nothing really happens, and then free agency. Yeah. Um, so it's either the twelfth or the thirteenth. We have, I think I have so we a. Probably, we won't know until. <laughs> yeah, I I believe I have a couple of podcasts backed up from when you and Mike did one, which I could probably fit in somewhere. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see you guys in March when shit really starts picking up. Um, you'll have episodes on the channel probably. I have, like I said, I have a couple backed up, so you'll probably get some in that time frame. Uh, I'm going to pick up recording with Mike again, so we'll have that shit. Um, probably going to be bi-weekly for now with other stuff, and then free agency happens, then we'll come back for bi-weekly for us as well. So, All right, Johnny, for one last time, where can they find you? 
can find me on Twitter at Johnny Mons. I can save your life one tweet at a time, but only one. Only one. If you want to find me, Dboard2730 on Twitter and Instagram, you can follow the show, Brotherhood of Podcasts, and all major podcasts and social media platforms. With that being said, we appreciate you guys all season, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. You're trying to flip.